When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, uh, yeah. We've got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams are losing. So here we go. Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week, featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas John Lane, Jay Hill, and Trey Ely. What's up, fellas? What up, what up? Yeah. Good. Uh, This is the podcast where we talk sports we are artists who talk sports and we love to do it um this is the i guess the thanksgiving edition of sports and things so you, you still be getting it on the same day but it's different for us we're, we're taping on a different day um so let's get right back let's just get right into everything we got a lot to talk about today uh first we want to start off with our condolences to cowboys uh strength and fit, uh, strength and conditioning coach uh marcus paul who passed away he was 54 i believe um uh we want yeah. to send condolences out to his family yeah, and man. you know all his friends and stuff that was that was pretty heavy news it came kind of abruptly um yeah he, it happened during practice right he, they were in practice he was in the office for sure yeah he was in the office, was in the office. yeah, yeah. Um, so you know and they're not really saying what what actually happened but you said medical emergency yeah yeah so well, but the I, weird part is how he played with rivera you know it's yeah. crazy like how the connection yeah. even like worked oh, they played the game this week yeah, the Cowboys. No, they played, played together. No, no, they played I mean, together. They played together. But the yeah, Cowboys yeah. and the yeah. Washington football team played yeah. this week. Um, so, yeah, we want to send our condolences out. And, um, you know, life is precious, so we don't want to overlook that. Um, but we're going to get into the actual game that took place with the uh, Washington football team and the Hell Cowboys this week. to the <laughs> Washington football team. <laughs> wow. So, and with the win, Washington now sits at the top of the NFC East. Stop the count. NFC least. You wow. said it wrong. NFC least. <laughs> All right. Stop the so, count. And Washington football team have now swept the Cowboys this year in Jeez. the NFC East Super Bowl. The game was 41-16. It was a blowout by it was. every standard of a blowout. I mean, yeah. uh, Alex Smith God. played decent. Um, what's the running back's name? I, oh, I, keep, I forgot the Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Remember he had that three name. touchdowns. Uh, you know, yeah, the turkey first, the first rookie for three touchdowns on Thanksgiving since Randy Moss. Yeah, that was like '96 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, let's let's get into a subject about it. Uh, since Washington football team sits at the top of the NFC East, is it relevant or not? 
And I'll start with John. No, because they're only <laughs> one game, maybe a half a game in the first place. It'll change, especially no. since uh, Washington's got to play Pittsburgh. Uh, Everybody got to play Pittsburgh. You got to uh, go through Pittsburgh at some point. Yeah, a week from Sunday. So I think things will change. I, I, I really, I really do think that the Giants are going to win this division. Um, they've been surging in the last few weeks. I don't believe in Carson Wentz. Obviously, the Cowboys, even though they have the easiest schedule, easiest remaining schedule, they're just they're just trash. They're horrible. Uh, <laughs> I believe the Giants have the second worst schedule, but I think they're actually going to upset a few Ours teams. Ours is bad. <laughs> but the when, you say, when you say worst, you mean hardest? Yeah. Yes, the hardest. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, they have the most difficult schedule. Right. Okay. So uh, Washington has the second second easiest, and Dallas has the easiest. But I think that New York, they're the type of team that could, could that could upset teams with winning winning records. So that's where that's where I'd leave it at right now. You know what's interesting too? Before I move on, um, it's interesting because I mean we're talking about teams that are under 500 still making the playoffs. Right. And to make the uh, Washington football team another game four and seven. Uh, right? they, yeah. four and, I mean, yep. Yes. It, it's it, it's just sad. Trey, go ahead, Trey. Um, <laughs> so uh, the remaining schedule is rough. Um, if you guys haven't looked at it, I mean, we have uh, doesn't matter. Pittsburgh and San Francisco <laughs> and the Seahawks lined up. So. Uh, I, well, we did this. Wait, even we though did this a couple weeks ago, where we irrelevant, we asked, right? Pointless. Then we did this a couple I, weeks ago. I, I still don't. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we asked like how many games you, we actually thought they would actually win. Yeah. Oh, before yeah, like week oh. twelve when the season ended. But my point is, I don't think it's going to be us. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be us though. I mean, we got a tough schedule and we're not good. So, I mean, nah. You know, and you know, Andy Dalton didn't look. I won't say he didn't look bad. He's frozen. He looked. Oh he, no, he's not. Oh, he's you not. Frozen. You frozen. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. Mike, Mike number one is over there uh-huh. freeze botting over his. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 a little yeah, max head. You're dragging there. Yeah. Dragging. No, I don't know what happened. It's your PS5. Um. There you go. <laughs> but he's retaliating. Download new games. Right. Uh, Andy Dalton didn't look good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a sentence. Yeah, he, he didn't look good. Alex Smith managed. So it's like, you know, it's. But did Alex Smith look good? No, I, said, I said he managed. I said he managed. Like he managed. He had one pick. Yeah, but touchdown. you. Yeah. You got to remember they uh, they catered that whole game around Antonio Gibson. They, Which they is fair. wanted they wanted him, but yeah, because the Dallas Cowboys defense is horrible. They have a horrible run defense. Their inside yeah. linebackers are injured. Their defensive lines injured. Yeah. Some of their defensive backs are 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 injured, but some of them are okay. So mm-hmm. they stayed. They kept it on the ground. They fed Which the beast. Which is beasts, smart. So. I get that. Like you you play the you play a team that's on the on the field, not the the team that's next week. I get that. Um, Jay. I think it's relevant um, only because unlike what John said, as far as the Giants shocking, I think um, I think the Washington football team is the one that could actually shock somebody because even with a sub 500 record, 
you still in the playoffs because you won a division. So somebody got to take you lightly and maybe get, we shocked the world, you know? So I feel like, I feel like the defense is a lot stronger than, uh, or strong enough that people are starting to realize like, Oh, they're, they're dangerous. Like, they not to be played with. Offensively, they can't do nothing. But you know, defensively, that's a different that's a different team. So, um, I think it's relevant, basically. You know, it's funny because I was telling my son earlier today that consistency is key. And if your defense isn't consistent, it doesn't really matter, and you're not going to go far. Mm. Um, and they showed spurts yesterday of like brilliance on defense, but like if that's not consistent, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think yeah. my take is. Uh, if the defense can can show out and sh- or show up first, and then show out, I think the Washington football team has a a good chance to come out on top of the East. But I'm I'm kind of a pessimist in the sense that I don't think that they will. Um, first year, all those guys are together. I still give them like two years before they actually like click in jail. If they keep everybody, that's like. <laughs> I thought you said click in jail. That's what I thought you said too. I was like, what well, damn click in jail. Hey man. Hey man, you my brother. We're going down for life. We're going together. He's like, hey, uh, you okay. Ever, had, you ever made love to a man? No. You want to? No. No. <laughs> no, but Jesus. if they click, if they click and they get they get it going on all cylinders, they keep they keep the foundation chase um, you know, yeah, all man. those guys together. They have a really good chance to have a really good defense. I don't think that's this year. Um, I still have them going like six and ten um, if they get to sixteen games. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, so in terms of it being relevant, well, let me let me read let me read off the schedule for each for each team in the NFC least. So okay, well, uh, the the Giants, the Giants this Sunday they play the Bengals, Ugh. then Seahawks, then they're home I mean, against the Cardinals, and then the Browns. And then they go to Baltimore to play the Ravens. And the last game is at home against the Cowboys. Then Cowboys. Mm. Next week, they got the Ravens. Then they got the Bengals. Then they're home against the Niners. Then home against the Eagles. And then they play the Giants. The Eagles, oh, they got the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, oh. the Cardinals, <laughs> the Cowboys, uh. and then Washington football team. They so also the have Eagles have the so. yes, they have the hardest schedule out of everybody in the NFC right now. I That's why back, I'm it's it going to be Dallas or us. Yeah, I, I don't have. I don't know, man. I don't have the um. Who was the, who was the last one you read? The Giants. Or the Eagles. The Eagles. Last one Eagles. I read was the Eagles. Eagles ain't winning none of those games. I, they are not winning any of them. <laughs> like, I don't have them winning any. The Cowboys. Like the first four you named, I was like, oh, man, this is terrible. The Cowboys could probably win three of them. Hmm. The Giants, I mean, they'll, they'll beat the Bengals. They probably won't beat the Seahawks. I think they'll beat the Browns. And... You know, it's a toss-up between the Cowboys and Giants. I don't the know. Browns been winning games, though. It's, like, to me, it's... The Cowboys are going to win yeah. the division. What'd you say? You think the Cowboys are going to win the division? Them sorry Cowboys are going back into it because everybody else's schedule is hot. Oh, oh yeah, man. I don't know about that. I mean, but they, they what they really got? They got Who Amari. else going to win it then? It ain't going to be the Eagles. Giants, man. I said I said 6-10 and ten on Washington I see, football team. I see the Giants or, or, or W. Uh, yeah, I, 
Yeah, if it's yeah. not the Giants, it's going to be Washington. But I think Giants are going to be in first, and Washington football team is going to be in second. I can see second. that because you know in they, this got, division, they got Daniel after Jones, first, and Daniel Jones is nice. You're, no, you're right, Trey. I mean, you know, at least we're not last last. Anyway, yo, that reminds me of this teacher I had at uh, at Norfolk State. He had a lisp, and he, <laughs> he was in the class. We were doing a uh, uh, this to go on a little tangent. We were doing a study hall for band, and we were laughing at him because he had a lisp. And he came in, he's like, "We'll see who had the laugh, laugh." <laughs> he's like, "What? Oh, the what? <laughs> the what? Laugh, laugh?" <laughs> like, <all right>, anyway. <laughs> oh man, I, I hope he's not listening to this podcast. I hope he is. <laughs> Fuck that next. <nigga. laughs> Oh, <laughs> he got Thanksgiving he version. He got dark cards. <laughs> I'm thankful for right, Let's move on. So we we uh we we covered the. Don't you mean Thanksgiving? <laughs> we won't ask Dennis what grade he got in that class. I got an A in that. It's music. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> anyway, right. let's well, move on. We just covered the. We, do we got a list for when he plays his instrument too? Oh, I don't think you know what it's interesting. I don't his his name. He said laugh, laugh, and his name was Mr. Taft. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm dead wow. serious. Anyway, he was cool. He was actually cool. He was. Yo, cool. no, wait. Before you go on, I gotta see. I gotta tell. Uh, I gotta tell a story. You know, you remember the group Shy? Yeah, yeah. So there was a uh, one of the members of shy uh oh yeah one of the members of shy was at howard he i think he played saxophone or trumpet or something like that and he had he had like a stuttering problem <laughs> i get yeah but he played the way that he talked sometimes like oh, sometimes no. he just couldn't Come catch on, up no. he couldn't oh, no. catch up to the chord changes <laughs> and this one professor <laughs> this one professor was going down the line right he was like uh he was it was a theory class and he was he was like he was asking him questions he didn't ask him to play he was asking him questions and he was like uh he, he said you what's this and the guy answered he goes you what's this and the guy answered and he goes to the dude from shy he goes you what's this and he goes i i, I he goes, too late <laughs> wow. Wow. that's terrible wow. <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> Well, let's move on to the wow. Texans beat the Lions. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Too late. Like, uh, 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 no, no, sir. <laughs> Too late. Oh, my gosh, oh, man. man. Hey, I got to we'll get you. back, man. Shout on the phone. I got I to gotta call you back. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Texas beat the – Texas actually crushed – you know, it's it's cool because, like, both of the, the winning scores were both 41 points like yesterday. So the Tigers, I mean, Texas. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they crushed the Lions, too. Like, yeah. going out like it's bad. But the Lions scored more than the Cowboys did. <laughs> they did. I mean. That's true. Ah, the Cowboys are trash. Oh, wait. Where's we, somebody supposed to be Micah? We're <laughs> supposed to have Micah on, but Micah's not on today. So somebody has to play Micah. <laughs> Who wants to you could be my Micah. But you got to be, be Micah with a lisp. Come on, y'all. <laughs> losing listeners. All right, all right. Go ahead. Ask me a question about the Cowboys. Micah, we're losing Micah as a listener. <laughs> hey, Micah, how come, how come uh, the Cowboys, out of all four teams, they, they, they scored the lowest out of all man, four teams? Man, the Cowboys ain't shit, man. No. They sound like... But he sounds like... Death. He sounds like... Uh, he sounds like... <laughs> 
I don't know which Eddie Murphy Knights? character. Yes! Oh, hello, <laughs> baby. Yes, yes, yes. It's all like Eddie Murphy he's character. Like, he's like, come Saturday, I'm knocking somebody the fuck out. Oh, man, shut your ass up. You ain't knocking nobody out. Come on, baby. When he was calling for the cab. Damn, y'all wrong as shit. Uh, hey yo, you know what? Is I don't know who's listening to this who hasn't seen Harlem Nights, but please go see that movie. Please go see Harlem Nights. See, <laughs> I need to go watch that shit. Again. It was Eddie Murphy at his at one of his finest <laughs> moments. <Yep. laughs> like the, the the whole thing was crazy. Please go see that movie. If you're not doing nothing yeah. this weekend, and like not watching a Tyson <laughs> Jones fight, please watch yeah. Harlem Nights. Uh, Trey, you supposed to be talking about the Texans and the Lions. Do you have anything to say about that game? I guess it, not. At, at least one team in Texas won. Ooh, Dude. wow! Damn, wow! Well, man, would it make it relevant? Uh, uh, the Texans look good, and the Lions look bad. Ain't much else to say, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 to be perfectly honest, I, I couldn't stay focused on that game because it was so like, I mean, it was just like score, score. All right, never mind. You saw what I said when when you said something about the game. I was like, "It's on." It came on early, man. It came yeah. on like twelve thirty. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. starting at one. Well, because it was supposed to be a triple header. That's why. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, they yeah, they they Thanksgiving games, games are always earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's right. Jay, I mean, you wanted to talk about like relevance. This game was not relevant at all. I mean, Matt Patricia is really, you know. Waiting on his his uh, calls in the so. office. Yeah, he's just waiting to be called in the principal office. Would you blame the coach? Uh, though? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah. Patricia about to be gone. Man. <clears throat> yeah, he needs to be gone. I mean, Stephen A. Smith said this. He said, I mean, and this is kind of like the Washington football team. The, the Lions. The last time the Lions won a playoff game was 1992, and they've been to the playoffs eight times since then. They haven't won a, they're 0 and 8 in the playoffs since 1992. That's that's bad. Right. At least we won one sound like the Bengals. Since then. I saw another stat that said they were like 4 and 16 on uh Thanksgiving Day games too or something like that. They don't win. Why did they, why do they keep uh, playing them on Thanksgiving <coughs> if they don't they don't have, it's like they're con- they it's like they're, they're contractually well, obligated. Right. Like I know the I know Cowboys. The Cowboys. No, it's the Lions and the Cowboys. The Lions are the early game. The Cowboys are late. Those are the only two. But why? Everybody else. Every. Uh, it's it's contract. It's it has to like. There's no other way to to like figure it out. It like has legit, to be like a I contract. The Cowboys. I don't. <laughs> why Detroit? I mean, because it's why the Cowboys team. No, no, it's not. Play on what? No, it's not. Dude. America's trash. I don't. They, know. They I never. Slow. I never understand. I never understood the argument how the Cowboys are America's team. I always thought it was the Patriots. Well, it's America's team. I mean, it team, is now, but it's an American sport too. It's, it doesn't play anywhere else. So, any so again, I mean, called an America's team. But, they're not playing Europe. Like, but again, America's the Patriots are like America's team due thousand. to the colors, if nothing else. True. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I never understood I mean, how the Cowboys other teams with the same colors as the Patriots. Like, I feel like that's Jerry Jones, just like. Spouting shit. We're I mean, it's, it's marketing for sure. Are you? No, you are. It's marketing that caught on. So it it they got the slogan. That's like that's like the, the tag that comes along with the Dallas Cowboys. Whether you like it or not, it's the tag that comes, yeah. right? So yeah, I, I get I get why they play on Thanksgiving. I don't get why Detroit 
gets to play. I can answer that question. Go ahead. I can answer that question. So uh, this is an article by um, Shannon McCarrison on uh, Uh, SportingNews.com. Apparently, it started way back in 1934 when the owner of the Detroit Lions, George Richards, he decided to play on a holiday so he could attract more fans. Yep. And so he was known for his more of his like his marketing acumen. So his whole Thanksgiving plan became like an immediate hit and it started with Detroit. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Detroit yeah. so was there before the ones Dallas. that started it. So they're they the main started team. Before Dallas. Dallas, Dallas second, joined yeah. them. Right. Dallas is second. And Pittsburgh fiddle. is Pittsburgh is the third team. I think Pittsburgh also plays. Uh, no, no the Thursday night game is, is usually like uh, whoever. They pick different. I thought Pittsburgh one. always played. It's always uh-huh. different? Okay. No, no, no. They switched that up. It didn't used to be a Thursday night game, and then when they got that, which was good, because I thought having a game at night was cool, but they, you know, they, they kind of switched that one up. You know, it's funny, Dennis. Usually it's a better game. You said, you said you don't know why Detroit, why Detroit plays and loses. It's funny because that first game in 1934, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> but that they're owner got his money though. Yeah, 37 41 and 2 on Thanksgiving. That owner Jeez, got his money. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it worked in terms of marketing. It's always about marketing yeah. at the end of the day, right? So that makes sense. Um, okay. Uh well the game sucked. Yeah. We can move on. <laughs> uh so let's we get into this COVID situation, especially with um how things are kind of playing out, especially in Baltimore. Now, Lamar Jackson tested positive, so he won't be playing when they resume um, the game next week. I think they they, they move the game to next next week or next Monday or Sunday. Um, it was Tuesday, the last I heard. But um, Trey, you just sent a you just sent something that talked about they were gonna. It was Tuesday. So yeah, but but you just sent something. Oh no no no! Now that uh, doesn't uh, impact. That doesn't – it says it doesn't impact teams that are playing scheduled this to play week? those two days. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, so last I heard it was Tuesday. Right Lamar's not going to play regardless because he's in the COVID protocol, um, you know, since he tested positive. Uh, and they got to play the Steelers, who are 11-0, without their, with, with RG3 as quarterback, uh, who hasn't been RG3 since, since he got to the league. Too. He still I'm plays for, the, for, sure. for Washington. He's gonna be throwing what? the ball. To, I mean, he's gonna be throwing the ball be that much different. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be throwing it down ninety-five. <laughs> what? Get this. Uh, so Trey, I mean, we we had this conversation. I think we've had this conversation pretty much every week since the football started, and they they keep shutting down facilities. Players are getting uh, testing positive more and more as the season goes on. How do you think the Steelers should feel about? I mean, they had this is the second time this happened to them when they had to move a game because of COVID, you know. So they they kind of like it's kind of messing with them in their run to make sixteen and up. So how how do you think they should feel about that? Uh, mad. And if you look at their tweets, they are. Um, you know, they you you kind of can't help the virus or whatever, but they're just the Steelers are are mad about how the NFL's handled it, meaning it's been kind of the Steelers some kind of way have caught the short end of the stick of whatever the the changes that were made. Um, Their bye week was taken away from them and all this other kind of stuff because somebody else 
had a had a outbreak. So yeah, they're mad that they're getting, you know, not intentionally but unintentionally penalized for other teams um, having outbreaks. Yeah, I think it's their ne- I think it's their negligence. Going back to uh, the Tennessee Tennessee Titans, the their mm-hmm. outbreak was caused because of I think a trainer or someone had been in they contact had, no, with with someone else. Or they something. had a workout. They also held well, had a workout. That's what it was. After somebody had an outbreak, had, they're supposed yeah. to shut down. They went and held private workouts at a high school or some shit. So their negligence is what's causing the Steelers to 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 act out. That's what I'm. But That's at the end of the day, at. like the numbers aren't going down in the United States; it's actually, going up, right? Like we're hit, we're Way seeing up. like spikes, and they're not they're not in a bubble. So if you're not in a bubble, like you, I know you guys sort of report about Dallas wanting to have thirty thousand people in the stands yeah. at, at games. It's like if you're if you're doing everything that's gonna raise the rate or raise the possibility of COVID infecting your team or infecting your players, infecting your staff, getting mad at one team doesn't seem to be, um, doesn't seem to be conducive to like anything at this point. Cause it's like, you're not, you're not shutting it down. You're not like, you're not protecting your players. You're not protecting, you're not doing, you're saying, you know, we're not in a bubble. We're not going to do anything to make it safer besides these, I guess these like rinky dink, like, protocols it's not like it's it's not a real thing like it's it like i think the nfl is operating like above the law in a sense like we we can't get covid you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i don't understand what's happening i think i like i said when jay said it like week 12 we're coming yeah. up on week 12 now and i i just can't see it playing out where they actually even finish if players are getting testing positive at this rate my thing it's is money. it won't matter because uh, it's always money for sure. Like I saw an article earlier, I may have sent y'all. I mean, you got these players that are able to, you know, get tested and all this stuff, but you got nurses that are like, hey, um, I guess, you know, I mean it's the age old if you want a hip replacement, just be an athlete and it's not gonna cost you nothing. If you want right. good medical care, mm-hmm. just become an athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of unfortunate that they seem to always get push to the front of the line especially in this regard which is a fucking deadly pandemic like no 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 i need to eat first i need to get tested first you know it's like it's kind of weird that um they're still getting the i guess the the first class treatment but you know you got all kind of stories floating throughout the country about people that can't even get a test or people that can't even get care so that's a whole another argument in itself but I think. I a, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said I, I think um, it's not going to matter simply because of that factor. They always going to get first dibs on whatever it is, and again, we're still not going to see anything serious until something seriously happens, where somebody's health like takes a drastic turn, yeah. and then it's like, all right, maybe we need to be all right. Maybe strict isn't the way. Maybe we just need to shut it down. It's just not going to affect anybody. I mean, you see the outgoing president had it and made everybody think he's superman because he got over it and he why should why should, why should the nfl for sure yeah why should the nfl think any different like hey if he did it you know i mean anybody can get over it look we're doing it we got the week you know what's crazy too like we're getting all these reports from the nfl about players getting it have there been any reports about anybody in, in the nba 
contracting COVID since they stopped playing this? No. 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 I mean, not, I would. Not, I would. Unless, I would say now it's not start. news. Yeah. It's yeah. Not yeah I would say now it's not news because nobody. But it would. You got it COVID. Would come up. They'll probably come up once they start playing, though. I guess Remember they don't I have said, to say anything, though. Now, well, right, not, correct. They're, they're not under contract. It's not news. But remember, I also mm-hmm. said it's going to be one of those years down the line, maybe maybe sooner than that, we're going we're gonna to hear just like how – what was the story? I don't know if y'all just saw Plaxico Burris played on a – Oh, when he was talking about how he played with a bat, yeah. So, it, yo, you know, he I had COVID. I had COVID when he was in the bubble, but they didn't say nothing. Uh, What? Like what the hell? You know, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a bunch of those yeah. stories come out. Yeah, they yeah. told me not to say nothing because I would have to be gone for ten days or fourteen days or whatever it is. So yeah, I was told to just keep quiet and just you know act like I ain't having fever. I didn't have any symptoms, but the I total, tested positive. The That's total the mismanagement the of this pandemic in the United States is appalling. And yeah. I, it's just it's just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like we're the only country that has the numbers going up and spiking the way they are. Most places, yeah. most countries are going down. Um, even when they had the spike in Europe, the spike in Europe is now going down. We're yeah. going up. I think we hit 200,000 cases in a day, like yesterday. Oh, yeah, yesterday American it was like 100,000. But remember the article, the article I showed y'all? That doesn't mean anything because that's always behind. So we right. don't even know what happened with Thanksgiving yet. You know, they said TSA yeah. saw 2 million people. 2 million that's TSA. That's what I'm saying, like. They no. went too many people was like, no. fuck it, I'm getting on a plane. Fuck it, I'm no. going. Really? Jesus. Okay. Yeah, no. We're, and yeah. this whole talk about the um, about the vaccine, too, uh, I heard, I was listening to uh, the Tony Kornheiser Show podcast because, you know, I'm old and I listen to old people. But he had a guest on there named Tori Clark, and she is gung-ho on, on people who have a voice, athletes, actors, people – uh, politicians, those are the people who should be taking the vaccines. Um, she's ve- she she stands she stands by the vaccine. She thinks it's safe. She thinks that it's going to um, produce uh, an an incredible amount of uh, um, uh, immunity uh, in the in the future. There won't be any sort of long term effects. And the fact that they've developed the the vaccine to be refrigerated now, it doesn't have to be in these super large freezing uh, facilities now uh, is, is huge. So now they can produce an, an incredible amount of the vaccines. But a lot of people are just stare, are scared to take it Man, because they don't I trust saw, the government. Uh, I mean, Dude, yeah, I saw, no I saw an article. You, you know, right. But look, I saw, I saw an effects. article where they're doing trials and one, one lady that's in the trials, I can't remember uh, if they even had her name, but she said, I'm going to put it to you like this. You're going to have to take a day off of work for the second dose. It's like two doses. And like the first dose, you know, you get kind of the effects or whatever else, but that second dose basically knocks you the fuck out. So Oof. you're going to need, you're going to need like some time. Like if it's not 16 hours, if it's not 20 hours, you're going to need some time. So for you to not even realize that, the cure isn't going to really affect you. People think it's just going to be one of those, you plug it in your arm, I'm good to go. Like the flu shot. Let's go. Like the flu shot. Right. Right. But it's more like. But they said, but they said, said you, you even, you can even develop everything that you, that would make you think you have it. And you know, that's the fear with the flu shot. The flu, the fear is is you're giving me the flu. 
That's well, like, yeah. remember that remember that time, Jay, when you had to get your teeth your wisdom teeth pulled and I had to come check on you and you were like drugged for a day? Like Yo, I went in, he was speaking out. in tongue. I don't know. Hey, man, that happened to me when I had my wisdom teeth out too. I was like, I was drugged. That was, Look, that was I went. I went to go check on right, Jay. John. I think I think Zach <laughs> dropped Jay off, and I went to go yep. check on him. I went in that joint. Yep. First off, it was like going into a scene from Blade. It was It was pitch dark in the house. Was and I went in that he was sitting in the corner, like with a with a cover on. I said, "Jay, you good?" He said, "What basketball?" <laughs> I was like, uh, yo, here's your water, bro. <laughs> Get a potty. I was wow. done. I was yeah. done. So I mean, God. you know, it's I hope that I hope that the you know, my, my mom works for the National Cancer Institute and she was talking about the vaccine and all that stuff and you know the the way that they kinda they're gonna try to roll it out. And I think without proper testing and we don't really know the long-term effects of A, the vaccine, and B, COVID. We don't know what COVID is going to do to people, you know, long-term. So people have the right in to be kind of skeptical about, Hell yeah. you know, taking a vaccine, you know, and not knowing what the long-term effects are. Now, apparently Trump took a vaccine and he turned into like super orange man or something because he took like, <laughs> a couple cocktails and he's like, he took I feel better than it. He took some Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> he took yeah. something. No, nah, so, he didn't look good though, man. When he yeah. got COVID, good God. Yeah, yeah. You know when he when they, when they try to prop him up against that green screen, and yep. he looked like he was standing outside. It's like it was know. weird though because he yeah. actually looked like a human. He wasn't as orange. That was the weirdest <laughs> shit about him. He, he, was, he looked white. He looked pale. I was like, oh, he looked shit. pale though. This is a stunt <laughs> double right here. Wow. All right. Well, well, you know, hopefully, you know, just just stay in your house, wear your mask, people. <laughs> this please. shit ain't hard, man. It's just not hard. It's not um, fucking hard. It, I mean, you got to remember, man, like these kids who are in school, like my my wife's niece got COVID. She was in school and in, in college and she contracted COVID. But the thing that a lot of people are failing to understand are that kids are stupid. Kids really? are dumb. Do you remember <clears throat> that game between Clemson and Notre Dame? Oh, my Dame? God. When they rushed when the Notre field? Dame rushed the gave field. them their first – and they oh, all got on the man. field, and Herm, Herm Edwards said, Herm, not Herm Edwards, uh, Tony Dungy was like, that's not social distancing. That's not and social all distancing. the security guards were, like, trying oh, to man, yeah. hold the, the, what the can you coaches like, back. Like, But I'm saying, like, even as a, as a, as a security guard, out the what way. do you want to do? Do what you He was trying to do more. Like, they were wearing <laughs> masks, though. They were... They were wearing masks. I got on a hazmat suit. But see, you know, they were they were trying to get the coaches out of there. The thing about the masks were trying to meet on the field, and then when all the kids rushed the field, they're like, "Oh fuck this, let's go! No, let's go! We got to get you guys out of here." But see, here's the thing about the mask. And the mask, like, it protects you from giving it to somebody. If somebody else not wearing a mask around you, you can still get it from them. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter if the security guards had on masks if everybody who ran on the field the two people on the, who ran on the field didn't have the mask on and they sneeze or something and they cough in your area or they breathe in your area you could potentially get it my um my next door neighbor just told me he just came back from um he goes to george mason oh no he goes to uh, virginia tech and he was like his he stays in a, a, haunt, a house on a campus and i mean he played some fraternity or whatever um and he was like yeah it was him and his roommates were like well his roommate said to him like we don't wear masks because we can. If we all just got it. We all just got it. He was like, nah. Like, what? <laughs> it was like, nah. And then they went to a party, and all of them got it except for him. And I was like, dude, see, like, man. 
Yeah, like you, you said, John, you said it's stupid. Remember they, remember, they were having parties at the beginning of this shit. They were having yeah. like chicken pox parties. Yeah. <clears throat> COVID like, parties. I'm going to bring my little people. one over. You bring people. your little one. Because once you get it, you can't get it again. Bullshit. People, people, it's it's so many different. That was stupid too. Lies I, that people as an adult have man, never had chicken pox. You don't have to get nothing. Me neither. I've, I've never had yeah, chicken pox either. either. I've I've never had chicken pox. My mom said I had it when I was a baby, but I had it. I've um, never had it. Um, but this is just from sports and things. People wear your mask. Be smart, and we'll be back after this. Break. By the way, let me just clear one thing up. My 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 daughter's my 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 wife's niece is not stupid. <laughs> her roommate is stupid, <laughs> or the person that she was with is stupid. Okay, my, my so wife's niece always wears a mask. She's she always she always practices like being safe and healthy. It's just very unfortunate well, that, that it happened to her. So Olivia, I love you. It's that's not a, you're not. That's stupid. a good thing to clear up because the doghouse <laughs> is another form of social distancing. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in the doghouse, bro. I so, mean, I'm social distancing right now. I can't even I can't even sleep in the bed with my wife because when I when I came back from New York, she was like, "We got to get you tested." I got tested on Tuesday. I don't get the results for like another three or four days. Fair point. So I'm I'm sleeping in the nursery. Right Legit. And wait, and just to be just to be uh, just to be fair, we did have protocols in New York. Like there was a safety protocol for mm -hmm. COVID. We had to get tested when we got in the building. Just throwing it out there because it was a bunch about. I mean, about a forty-man team that we were working with. So, we all got, we all had to do the preliminary screening for COVID. Everybody was safe. Everybody was practicing the social distance, and we wore our masks until we got on stage. Yep. So, just be safe. Be smart, people. Wear your mask. If you're going out, you know, it, it's only gonna, it's only gonna help if you do what you're supposed to do and take care of yourself and take care of your family. And on that wash note, wash your damn hands. Wash your hands. Uh, we'll be back. Um, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. What's up, people? It's your boy, Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us. On Facebook and Instagram at Sports and Things. S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z. And on Twitter at IsSports. Capital I, capital Z, S P O R T Z. Yeah, we got a little creative with it. So now you can follow us, you can subscribe, you can spread the word. Thanks. Now back to this episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get into the NBA portion of this show. Um, let's go down the list of the free agents who got paid this week. Uh, Bam got his money, he got his extension. Um, was it 195 million? Get money. Five years. Uh, Get money. <laughs> got his money. Uh, Mark Gasol got his money. He didn't get paid as much, but they, they got they got their. Um, I think Mark got like uh, 5.3 for two years. Yo, the Clippers are hating the Lakers right now. Yeah, yeah. They still uh, they, they stealing people. That's Gordon, that's, that's what's wait, really funny. Gordon about Hayward it. got paid. He definitely got paid Four because he was supposed to be twenty million. Jordan, but he he was supposed to be getting thirty four mil. Uh, wasn't it thirty four mil a year with the Celtics? Oh, he was going to get thirty four like this this next yeah. season. He's going to get thirty. This next uh, it was an opt out. Was what you felt to realize? He opted out, yeah. but he got and then he got signed. Like he opted Jordan out of his love great choice. He wanted him from the beginning. He wanted Hayward back in the day, and they he couldn't get him. Got him he, now. That's that's this was his like. 
like I'm a this is this was his around the world plan. I'm gonna get that boy one day. I'm gonna get his ass right. one day. Right. Uh, he loves his right. game. That's fine. That's fine. He, he's he's <laughs> right. all around. He's not, he's not the that. same though. We can come back. We can come back. Uh, yep. Seventy six has got their players. Um, Dwight. Uh, <laughs> what did they get? Steph and they got they got they got Steph Curry, Steph. and they got Danny Green. Uh, Portland lost Whiteside, but they got Cantor um, in a three way trade. So, wins and loss. Oh, I, you, you forgot who, about the Morris brother. Oh, the one who signed back with the Lakers? The Clippers got yep. theirs back, too. Then the, the Clippers got, yeah, they both got. They, mm-hmm. they, yeah. We, we knew that, though. That was last week, I thought. We're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. Fair, mm-hmm. fair, fair, fair. Tristan Don't Thompson. Forget about Gordon Hayward. And <laughs> yep. Tristan Thompson, they go to South. And uh, what? <laughs> what's his name? Uh, <laughs> hey, man, he got paid. Jay, Jay Crowder went to the Suns. I can't believe that. Did he Mark get paid? Gordon Hayward got paid. Yeah. Bam got paid. got paid, too. We doing this again? Want to start over? Did Gordon get paid? Did they did they settle Gordon yet? Yeah. Okay. Um, which team out of the ones that I named do you guys think fared the best? The Lakers, Clippers, Seventy Sixers, Portland, Celtics, Charlotte. Charlotte got a squad. I'm gonna say Charlotte, man. (laughs) Charlotte got a little squad, yo. I'm saying the Lake Show. I'm a, I'm going to say 76ers. I'm saying the Lake Show. Because Gasol is he's formidable, and he's going to come off that second unit. He's going to make that second he's unit. A nice but they lost Rondo because Rondo went to the Hawks. Mm. And playoff Rondo was the difference. And, and Gallinari went to the Hawks too. Oof. They they got a squad in, in Atlanta right now. They got a young squad, but I feel like the 76ers fared the best this week personally like it's just like they added the white now they got Embiid, they got danny green they got ben simmons when he comes up when he comes back from the injury seth uh Tobias. I mean, I, I, having having dwight coming off the bench i think is a good is uh is it gives the Sixers much better depth because i think they've had problems with their bench yeah and that's yeah, why they sure. couldn't ever really stay in the game um yeah, they, so they would, the third Addison quarter they density. would lose. They would they would lose ground in the third quarter. Yeah, um, when they had the rest players and you know. That's you know the I, game, think that's between, were, I think it's between. I think it's between. For me, I think it's between Charlotte and Philly. Uh, I think you know we can say we can joke all we want about Michael Jordan being a GM and Kwame Brown and all that, but uh, what about Kobe? like Jay? Like Jay said, <laughs> like Jay said, you know. Jordan's been been hounding Gordon Hayward for a very long time, and I think that he has Jordan has a specific sort of Archetype. protocol in mind for yep. him, you know, on the team. And now that he's got Lamelo, I mean, I, I think they they got Bridges too. They're they're going to push the offensive mind in Charlotte now, because the thing that the thing that um, Kemba Walker was guilty of doing a lot was turning the ball over. He could shoot, but he always had turnovers. And I think getting rid of him will, and bringing in Gordon Hayward and and Lamelo, I think it's gonna that's kind of get that's kind of gonna get thrown out the window because Lamelo's gonna want the ball a lot, and he's gonna take those shots. Dare I say that Jordan wants to run the triangle with Gordon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I can see that. That's oh, a, it's, yeah. hmm. <laughs> I can All see right. that. That's like, like that's his. That might be his better version of Cool Coach. How you feel? You know, of course, the size does not compare it at all. And he didn't like the coach at first. Well, there were well, reasons behind it. He didn't. It. Well, more Pippen. Pippen, yeah, Pippen, Pippen really didn't like him. But Pippen really didn't like him more so than Jordan. Oh, man. This is. I mean, yeah. it's hard to say, man. I mean, and the and the funny well, part you don't is, have to wait long to see. <laughs> that's true. Don't have, that's that's what I was gonna, gonna say. We don't weeks. have to wait long. Plus, it still it still could be some crazy ass trades that could drop. That's oh, true. It will be for sure. There will be. Speaking uh, of speaking of trades. Oh yeah, good segue. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, the ongoing controversy between Westbrook and Wall trade talks. Will it happen? Will it not happen? <laughs> Will it do? Did you guys see the um the interview that uh or the the um the thing that Wall just did when he he oh, said man. no comment to everything? Yes, it's like a, but he no answered like a confession. No comment. That. No That's comment. like OJ Simpson. No if I did it, but he's <laughs> your man said no comment. I'm not going. No comment. <laughs> he's like, yeah. If I wanted to trade, it would I'm only just be here, so I don't. I don't want to trade. <laughs> yep. I'm just no yeah, yeah yeah yeah. But then did you see? But then did you also see they had the picture of like. Him and Bill giving out turkeys or whatever yeah. together. Like they sent us so many mixed messages. Um, let me. I mean, the team does a certain <laughs> amount of so, you know on. set up charity type of stuff. That's yeah. Stuff is, yeah. Hell they yeah. They got people to set hell that yeah. up. Here's here's the question. Here's the question for you guys. Do you guys want to see yes. him go? Character Why? and personality. Um, just I'm a character guy. That's one of my things. And so no matter who, how good you are, if I'm kind of get down on your character of who you are, I don't have confidence that you're going to be what the team needs when it matters. Cause that's where that extra stuff comes from to push you over the top. You need character. So, okay. Uh, I don't want to see him go. I mean, as much as 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 annoying as he has been since he's been drafted, you could definitely see the frustration on Bradley Beal's face at times when they have to play together, um, especially when they lose. Um, and who who, know, who, <laughs> who, uh, who who's to say, you know, what is going through Bradley Beal's mind? Um, when John Wall just has a really bad game or he has a good game and they lose. I think John Wall is the face of the franchise. And he always says that I I always feel like his game has so much more potential to get better if he stays healthy. Um, He probably doesn't have the speed anymore because of all the leg injuries he's had, but I'd like to see him, live out this contract just so that don't have a choice. <laughs> I mean we'll see if, they, if they're not going to trade for Westbrook but I, I'd like for him to stay just so that I, I'd like for him to prove everybody wrong and, and show everybody that you know he is the person that we expected him to be and not who everyone is painting him to be or what he seems to be painting himself as Okay. Uh, Jay Hill? I don't want to see him go because I don't think um, 
<clears throat> I don't think we've seen what these two could coexist as on the level that they are. Like it's it's hard. Like everybody looks good on paper. Like everybody looks good potential, you know. But it is one of those like if Anthony Hardaway hadn't gotten hurt, you know, if his knee hadn't really messed him up with Shaq, they could have like ran the table. But he got hurt, you know. He got sidelined. Same thing. Pippen had the migraine. Like you just don't like that's one microcosm of how they could have you know, swept everything, but it's unfair to, we don't, I mean, I understand what Trey is saying with the character guy and you do have to be in the mindset of, do you think once this all always this, or is there a possibility that somebody can change or adapt? I feel like he's, he's been able to sit from the bench long enough to understand the game a different way knowing that he still has potentially at least a top 10 amount of ability that, that anybody else in the league has. We can't call him top three because we just don't know. But yeah. we can probably say top 10. That's probably not far-fetched to say he's one of the top 10 guards now. Now, if he, get, if he becomes elite, that's a whole different story. But you being in the top 10 along with this dude, now the issue is can you coexist? And like I said, because you've had enough time to study the game, see this and that from a coach's view, because that's like like Shepard's been saying, he's been basically an assistant coach for the last two years. He's been nothing else. So for you to for you to be able to see the game from a whole different way, I can't see how that could hurt giving it a shot. Which right. is why I think which is why I think Brad resigned. <clears throat> yeah, I want to play with him now. Like, especially because he see what I can do. Like, he knows what I can do. This man watched me get 30 a game. He literally watched right. me from the best seat in the house, the bench. <laughs> like, so you could have been. But, like, is, he, but, it, but is John but Is he supportive? Thinking? But I know you. But then, of course, back to the character thing. Is he supportive of me getting 30? Or is he more along the lines of like, oh, man, that's my bucket. I should have that's, that's what I'm <laughs> just about to say. Right. I know. I feel I know. like that's you the character heard part. the narrative that that's the character this is, part. This is Bradley Beal's team now. And but he's what like, do you expect, oh, fuck man? that. Like like right, Shepard said in his interview, how can we still say it's your team when you ain't been here in two years? You haven't right? been here. Yeah. You what kind of I shit agree. is that? How we go how we go how we go? I mean, you're lucky we still call you the face of the franchise. You're lucky right. that John Lane just gave you that title. He's the face of the franchise. How? <laughs> How yeah. shit? I mean, it could be anybody right now. It could, it should be Bill, but it could it be anybody because you've been gone for two years, dude. That's not how this works. We don't just keep a plaque of you up in the locker room like you. Just, you're not still the team captain. You do know that, right? You're not you're playing. Not the employee of the month. Like you can't be the employee now. of the month, dog. <laughs> you cannot be the employee of the month. Bill's on fries now. Uh, you have not been in here. Flip one, one burger. You ain't like literally. You, you wasn't shooting in the gym with me. You couldn't. <laughs> so, so I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at you. It's the circumstances. But I feel like we just cannot see what these two, like nobody wants to see what the future is with these two coexisting, which is unfortunate because it's a lot of people that's got a lot of hope in this shit. Because right now, if we get, that's like I said, we get top 10 wall and stay at this level of bill, that's a fucking Portland type backcourt with CJ and and um, the other big name dude. You know, you know the one, Lillard. Uh, yes, Lillard, yeah. 
Yeah, that's I mean, that's equivalent because we was we was headed that direction before wall went down. Like that was to me the the most comparable backcourt like Portland. Oh, that's the kind of setup we got. We just don't have any sort of front court like consistency or even style. <laughs> we had a Gortat and I don't know what the fuck these other two dudes going to do, you know. So yeah. but we had the backcourt set up. They just weren't really gelled together very well yet. But now, man, this shit could be nasty as hell. <clears throat> it could. I mean, as long as his head is on straight, you know. You know what it kind of reminds me of too? Like not not to the same capacity because we're not talking about two I wouldn't be talking about two superstars that played for the Washington Bullets at that point when you had Juwan mm-hmm. and Chris Webber here. And they were they they made a push for the playoffs the first year they were here together and then they kind of broke that team up. Um mm-hmm. and we we never really got to see what could have been with two players who came from college together basically. And they look they look good together when they were like, I went to a couple I remember going to those games as a teenager and I was like they look good together they, they had good. it because they had a wavelength they had a wavelength unlike anybody else on the floor anybody else you are literally playing with your boy yeah this is but this we're is not talking about that because clearly there's something there's exactly somewhere something's brewing uh, something's brewing that we just don't know about right that, so, either the team is making them making them smile for cameras or. I mean, it's all kind of shit. You saw Bill Simmons was like, uh, Bill may have been the catalyst behind all of this. I mean, Ooh. we still got a few days before they throw up the jump ball, and uh, we'll yep. see what happens. They got paid at the end of the day. Like, you get paid That's it. to play. So, like it, love it, or not, you got paid to play. And Did you see that Danny Ainge shot Kimball Walker? Like what? Daddy, what? He shot. He shot. <laughs> shot Kimba. Like just to throw off the whole shit. Like there's no loyalty in this. I shit. thought you said he shot him. No, like, what? Shopped. Shopped. <laughs> shopped. I was shopped. like, wait. I mean, he ain't going what? out. That, that didn't but, make the news. But like on, because they were talking about that. Like on draft night, nobody is exempt, man. Nobody's yeah. off the. Nobody's off the table. Yeah. What do you yeah, want? Everybody's expensive. Everybody has a price. Yeah. You want Jordan? Can you give me a starting five? I'll give you Jordan. Starting five, <laughs> not, not three. <laughs> I need I need five players to replace this one man. Fair so point. everybody. So I mean, like, you can't be mad. Like Wall, to me, you can't be mad that your name is an option. You should be actually honored that your name was an <laughs> option. You have not played in two years. Yeah, and that contract, your name, that you haven't played man. in your contract. But again, like- somebody even entertained. We don't want him. We ain't seen what he looked like in two years. Fuck the money aspect. We that, they still like, say, they still accepted that part of the talks. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's the crazy. Still he and and to be traded with a bona fide all star. Come on man, yeah. come on man. MVP, come on, man. MVP, like yeah. bona fide on, triple dub player. Come on man. But we are talking about the same guy who was mad when his uh you know teammate got paid. So I mean he's got that salt mentality. He does man. Which goes back it's, to what my comments were. I don't like his attitude. You want to fight him? Yeah. I mean, that goes back, but that goes back to John. Look, it goes hey, back Trey, to John, though, Trey, the face, of, probably, the face look, look. of the franchise. Hey, Trey, you probably can get in that Mike Tyson Jones. That's other what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, come on, man. Come on. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the ring with Dan Snyder oh, if we do it now. Oh, here we go. One episode without <laughs> Dan Snyder, please. No, no. We're like 20 episodes in. I wish. You can't, you can't not do it. <laughs> 20 years with that. We're 20 years right. in. Right. Okay. 
That's, that's what he episode right. Going out dance Let's move on. Um, <laughs> the uh, NCAA is having. I mean, I guess colleges around the country are having like surging cases. I mean, we live in the United States. We all know the cases are going up. <laughs> so, do you think the, uh, the NCAA will have a season this year with this the cases around college campuses surging the way they are? Uh, it's going to be the way that the NCAA men's basketball is going is going to be the same way that college football is going. Bingo. They're going to cancel games. There are going to be some oh, unfair like advantages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess pro well, but they haven't really canceled any pro games yet. But Not basketball. Football. Oh, basketball for sure. Yeah. But, you know, they there are going to be some conferences that will probably not want to start on time. Some of them might have to cut out early. They're not practicing anything safe. I'm actually interested to see what this new protocol that Biden is going to implement is going to do. Because he's getting ready to, yeah, he's getting ready to lock the country down again for like six weeks, which I think he should do. But that might have to force them to play in a bubble. Like, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. There's yeah. 300, over 300 schools. Well, it's the how same way to get. It's the same way they tried to do it in football. football. Like they tried to do it in football. You, you stick to your conference. Like it, it sucks because you have to play this many games in order to be eligible for, you know, the tournament or whatever it is. And, you know, the, the championship for football. Um, but it's the same thing. Like, yo, you're you're stuck playing everyone in this particular region, this particular bubble, that's that's your bubble, even though it's not the same exact building. So wouldn't it, wouldn't it just make sense to have players playing? I mean, not for a sake of going to a playoff or going to a, a championship. Like you can just have your own. Every conference can have their own championship this year. What well, they do? Because yeah. it's all about. That. The, I mean, they, they do that, right? But that'd be yeah. the end of it because you, at the end of the day, you want your seniors and the players who who need to be seen to go into the next level to be seen. So just have them play in their conferences and keep them bubbles where they go. Like you ain't got to worry about crossing conferences and all that stuff. You just play the teams in your conference. Cross the streams. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Right. Oh, boy. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just keep them all in the same conference. You you, you lessen the, the risk of players getting sick by traveling. Um. And you just keep it in the you keep it in the conference bubble. I don't even know what's happening right now. Crossing the streams. They gonna have them Bama's playing on two K Shit. Yo, that would be so perfect. Everybody, build yourself a player your and we're room. gonna play. Just build your prototype and I turn would your watch TV. that. Yep. <laughs> yep. They probably score better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't think that you can really, I don't know if we have time for it. I doubt we have time for it today, but I don't think you really can have this discussion without addressing the amateur versus pro and the paid versus unpaid. Because when you talk about NFL, NBA players, these, you can call them essential workers because they're workers. Now, what do you, you can't call amateur college players essential workers. They're not working. They're not employees. They're not getting paid. Well, you, you so, remember prior to COVID, I, I, 
the whole thing about players finally getting like stipends and getting compensated for their, you know, was was becoming the. How are they not getting compensated for going out here taking these risks when you and John just went to your um, date you had to play in New York? I mean, you guys get paid to do that work. Like nobody's nobody's going out here doing stuff just because they want to volunteer. I mean, we be getting paid. So I mean, or not. sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to New York for free, nigga. <laughs> like, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> the charity concert. Just the charity concert. No, 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 no. Actually, we did but, do that. But what I'm saying, these players are supposed to be amateurs. Keep Nobody their amateurs. You know, we <laughs> we know the whole NCAA uh, rules. But you got them out there in a pandemic, in actual hazard. To be a volunteer, like it just it doesn't make sense, and this just really screams. I mean, we already know how all of the big wigs in the NCAA treat the players anyway. Bingo. Well, they're making money, yeah, but they're not the ones I mean. out there. That's what I mean. Bumping up against other people right. during a time when you're supposed to be social. They're staying home with their mask on, watching the kids do their dirty work. Bit facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, all college sports should be canceled. Facts. Until this is cleared. Yeah. Up. Just send the kids home. You, yeah, you don't man. Risk the, yeah, they're not getting paid. No, so why are they? There's in? no real reason for you to have them out there. Send them home. Yeah, it can be safe until this clears up. Then you can resume your basketball. If you, if you want them out there bad enough, make a um, make an emergency resolution to your bylaws or whatever it is that these kids can get paid something during this period. And just keep them all in the same place. Pay them. Pay them. Keep them in the same place. Yeah, but Pay you know, r- real quick, I think the other argument is that. The seniors won't get to play, and if they're going to get drafted into the NBA, having not the played last for a year, yeah. it's yeah. Like, well, how does that fuck up their draft chances? It's called the G League, dog. Mm. Nah, they, you know they don't want to do that. You think Lamelo's Lamelo's going to play in the G League? He ain't playing college. Or they, ha- <laughs> or they have to do, or they have to do an extended, uh, like a, um, a combine or something. But that's about money. That's about getting paid. So yeah, they can show up for that. I'm, I'm, but these amateur games where they not get like it just doesn't make sense. Man, I agree with you. If I you agree with you, if you are on the top 100, they should have a they should have a special league that happens that you play in that league this year. And guess what? They get paid. And for they that. get paid for when it. the NBA sponsors something and start having combines and you got to show up to, to those type of things. You start getting a check for sure. Because even if you if you <laughs> play in a preseason game yeah. in the NFL, you make at least a million dollars. You get that, dude. If you don't even have to play, you got to go to training camp. As soon as you get out exactly. there, you're getting a check. So the players that are on the top 100, put them on teams, dress them up, put them in a bubble, let them play, send everybody else home yeah. and pay them. Simple. It, yeah. Yeah. We should be making these bylaws. What's it? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> you, you you can't make people essential. You're not paying, man. It just doesn't make sense. Fair enough. Let's uh let's let's keep it moving. Uh, boxing. We're gonna go into boxing real quick. Uh, so before I get into my rant, <laughs> I will say that um, Errol Spence is fighting Danny Garcia on the fifth of December. It's a pay per view fight. It's going to be one of those fights that you kind of have to see if you are into boxing. Yeah, I got to um, watch that one. We'll talk, we'll talk more about that next week because it's going to be the buildup. Um, and just another nugget, Terrence Crawford also made a comment about fighting Errol Spence. Ter- Terrence Crawford, pound for pound, best fighter in the world right now. He said that he would fight him for a 60-40 split. 
because he's mm. a draw and Errol Spence doesn't draw. So that is, I just like a little nugget. I want to get into my uh, reasons why I'm not paying for the Tyson Jones fight. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So reason, <laughs> reason number one, hype. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> what? I'm reading. What is happening to the notes? <laughs> I don't, those aren't my what notes. There's a lot of reasons why. <laughs> Who wrote that shit? That's Drake. That's Drake. Drake. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. Wow. Reason number one hype. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> the okay, hype around this fight has dwindled uh, to it being not just about not the this third fight. one. Oh God, dude! I'm like, dude, I can't. Oh God, I'm I'm good. Uh, it can't. It, it was. It couldn't just be just about the fight. It's about everything else besides the fight. Like Tyson, I think Tyson's going to go in with the mindset that he's fighting to win. But everything else surrounding the fight, I'm not a fan of. Number two, no real competition. Meaning, they're not fighting for anything. They they say they're fighting for a belt, but there's no blemish against either against either's record. Like nobody gets a loss. And if they lose the fight, and it's an exhibition, so they, I think they're fighting eight two-minute rounds, and both of the guys said that they that two-minute rounds were for women. Yep, a little sexist, but <laughs> <laughs> stop adding to the list. <laughs> All right, number three. Um, I don't think they're gonna go if they. Well, I put it like this: if they don't throw hands in the first three rounds, they're not gonna throw hands at all. That's what I think. I think if they don't go, if like if they don't go in with the intent to hit each other, they're never going to hit each other. They're going to dance around for eight rounds. And why would you pick? I don't see Tyson doing that. I don't I see don't Tyson see doing that. But if they get past two rounds, it's going to happen. I mean, it's if two you, minutes around. They're going to get past two, two rounds. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you have to either go in with the intent to hit or the intent to dance. And I think we might be leaning towards the latter. Um, I don't know. I, hope man. Not. I think Mike Mike is Mike is fearless and he's gonna he's gonna want he's gonna want Roy Jones to hit him. Yeah, but I think he's gonna but, go but, at does him. Does Roy out. Jones wanna go in and get hit? Or does he wanna exchange with Mike? He's probably gonna dance around, but Mike's gonna go after him like he like he always does. Which is my point. Like I'm I don't know if, if Roy is gonna go in there with the intent of like tossing it up with Mike when Mike has said on numerous occasions he wants to go in and hurt that guy. So mm. I mean, but he also knows he can't. Like, we we don't know either of them's game plan. But Tyson um, said it's a game plan. Was going to hurt him. No, but what but what I'm saying is your actual like exact plan. You know, everybody got a plan so you can hit in the mouth. You know that one. I mean, so Tyson's I'm I'm just... almost certain Roy knows I can't just stand and go right at this dude. Yeah, I'm a yeah. dance. I'm gonna dance. I want to see if the dude get winded after. What after I saw. What I saw was that Jones is game plan was to dance and to tire Mike out and then yeah. but if you fight he might he might tire rounds, him out he might tire two him eight out. minute I mean, rounds yeah but you remember remember that video that came out of him sparring and people were going crazy he said 30 seconds of that he was sore for a week <laughs> I mean they old Mike, what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying 56 I think he, Jones is gonna he's gonna take the May, the Mayweather approach and just well. just tire tire his ass out Mike's so, just gonna go gung ho on him. If he can if, catch him. If Mike doesn't go in the first two rounds, he's not gonna go. That's my that's my theory. Next one is the undercard. There 
isn't anybody really on the undercard that I really want to see that I I feel like Nate Robinson. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Like fighting. Uh, what's my man name? Uh, Paul. Uh, Paul, his name? Paul, Paul, uh, that weird oh, white man. dude. Um, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. I'm good. He's the Paul brothers. Yeah, I'm good. Um, Hasim Rockman's son is fighting though. That's gonna that should be interesting, but like I don't think I should be paying fifty bucks to see those fights. Um, and I think that's those are my points. Those are my reasons why I'm not paying for this fight. I'm gonna watch it on somebody's <laughs> Facebook Live. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Like I, I, PlayStation Live will have it too. But we'll do it, does FaceTime. It you can do a group FaceTime and watch that shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm like anybody can get the fight. Hit us up. We'll we'll call you on FaceTime. Yeah, people always stream those fights on the uh, PlayStation. Where? Okay. Let's let's yeah. let's do a um a sports and things uh, group call and watch it on somebody's PlayStation Live. <laughs> yep. For free. I'm not paying for that shit. Um, and then you know, uh, and I was about to say and Alex, but I ain't gonna throw his name on that. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. I didn't say last name, so it's fine. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we come back. We're gonna get into the music portion of sports and things. Certain type of paper. Yo, you're an asshole. Yo. <laughs> this is sports and things. We'll be back, people. Hey, this is Trey Ely. Do you have a hot take or a topic you'd like for us to debate? Just hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Now back to this week's episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get into the in things portion of this show. Um, and we're going to go around and uh, ask the question to the guys. Uh, why do you think musicians choose not to go to shows anymore? And this is not a COVID-related question. This is just a question in general. Um, I think the notion is that artists or musicians don't go check out other people's shows. Um yeah, I'm gonna get you guys take on that. So I'll start with uh, Jay Hill. Um, I think it's slightly ego. Um, <laughs> don't think it's monetary at all. Uh, well, not let me let me re, re, reword that. If you going to JoJo's, it ain't. Let me reword. Thirty Club is right. <laughs> like certain people understand that you have to pay for certain quality talent. That's where the ego part comes in because you're under the, the mindset that you're not good enough to get my money. You're not good enough for me to support you because that's what you're doing, but you, you don't want to use the word support. So it's basically, you're just not good enough to get my money to facilitate your career, even though I want you to pay to see me. Like that's the flip side of it. Like I would expect you to pay to see me, but I'm way better than you. So I can't even imagine dropping any money to see you. So that's really the entire portion of it. It's ego. <laughs> but I don't think the money part, like, yeah, when you get to certain venues, like, you know, you'll pay for not so much quality as, as it is also notoriety. So you'll pay to go see Stevie at the, at the, uh, Coliseum or whatever the biggest venue is. You'll pay for that. You'll pay for those $100 tickets or whatever to see a legend like that. Will you pay to see John Legend? You know what I mean? It's just that kind of like it, it's I levels to it. So John as it drops Lane. down, it's like, should I even... That's what I thought he said. Nah, <laughs> I, well, I ain't gonna disrespect John Lane like that. Come me. on, man. 
Nobody wants so, to see that show. You know, I'm trying to see you, Otis. Nobody coming to see you, Otis. But I think I just think like it it boils down to you not even respecting that person enough, let alone the craft. You just not. I just don't really like. Now that's different. That's a different argument too. I don't really like your sound. That's different. But you know when someone has decent material because you believe that obviously the the populace tells us what's good if you want to fall into that sheeple crowd yo you got a you got a lot of people coming to see him i'm not paying to see him though okay that's kind of weird this ego but you know that don't mean that don't mean they're good because everybody's going to see him but obviously there's something there so my thing is i would at least give everybody one shot maybe twice just to say like i experienced it i will not do that again or yeah i could do that again but for you to not want to fuck with it at all that's kind of just fucked up you know i think it's interesting because like i go to shows but i go to shows with the with a different mentality in in mind and that's why i don't why i don't go to shows and why (laughs) i do go to shows are the same reason it has nothing to do with my ego. It has to do with the fact that I can't just go to watch a show. I can't sit there and just enjoy a show for what a show is. I go into uh, production analytic mode. Thought pro- yeah, it's like, how did he do this? Mm-hmm. I think we all do. do yeah, what we do they that. Doing? You know, like, yeah. how are they making Why do? Why are they using these lights? Why are they doing yeah. these arrangements? I, I, we get I, very critical. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like, yeah. I, it's not that I wouldn't pay to go see a show. I just feel like I can't enjoy it the way that a, a normal consumer would enjoy a show. I'm not just going to. It's like going to work for real. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can't. I can't turn it off. Basically, yeah. like I, yeah. if I, and you know what's funny too? Because if I watch a performance on like a, a like the Grammys or like the Soul Train Awards or something like that, I do the same thing when I'm watching those performances on TV. I'm sitting. Right. There, I'm listening. Like, yeah. why? Why did they do this? And why did they choose those lights? And why did they choose this arrangement? Yeah. And why did they do this? So like, I think that a lot of us artists. Or musicians take on that or you take you, you kind of put yourself in that in that mindset of like i should be there this is what i would do yeah or like I, this ain't yeah. your show yeah just shut just shut the fuck up this ain't your show like i went to go last show i went to go see now you sound like our wives jay <laughs> i'm just saying Damn. last show i went to Damn, go man. see live shut the fuck up and listen. was uh uh rafael sadiq at the 9 30 club before, pre-covid like we're talking like february and i went um, because I didn't, pay. <laughs> I didn't pay. My boy was like, yo, I'm going yep. to the Ralph Sadiq show. Do you want to come through? And I was like, cool. I, you know, I was like, I- I'll come. And I wasn't doing, I don't even think my son was here at the time. So I was like, they were gone. I was like, All right, I'll come. And um, I went and I was there for like 15 minutes. And it was 15 minutes of me analyzing that show. Right. Like, why didn't you do this song? Why didn't you do that song? Why did you do this song from this song? Why did you do this song like a straight ahead? I was I was just sitting there like I can't I can't enjoy this. Like it's yeah. like I'm not just but you I'm looking around the room and everybody's like got their hands up and they waving yeah. their hands like you know not titties out but like you know they got oh. <laughs> they got incense in oh, their hand and okay. shit. <laughs> like it's just like right. I can't maybe titties like it just don't care. <laughs> I was gonna say you you would be enjoying the show then. I mean yeah, True. it's a different show. Like I can go up the street and go to the house to see that. I ain't gotta go to nine thirty club to see that, but. You know but you know, saying? additionally, I think I, I definitely agree with everything you said. I think additionally, uh, you know, when you talk about being so critical, 
of, you know, maybe you make comparisons to the band that you're currently in to the band that you're seeing on stage and right. what you would do. But I think additionally, I'm going to speak from a personal, uh, personal level. And that's some of the shows that I get invited to go see. I'm not even talking about big name shows because I do go to some big name shows, but like local, local performers, when they ask me to come see them play, they're doing shit that I've been doing for years. And it's not enjoyable for me. So not only am I going to be critical of what you do, but it's not going to be enjoyable for me because you're not doing anything different than what we've been doing since the 90s. I mean, I remember I used to play almost every weekend in Adams Morgan. Jay, Jay and Dennis, y'all played Adams Morgan for like two, three years, you know, straight. Right. Doing the same shit that a lot of these cats are doing at uh, – up and down U Street, up and down 14th Street, like where we don't see anything new that well, they're that's doing. a different, but that's a different type of show to me, John. Yeah, like I'm not that's that's a different type of. But he didn't specify either. The question didn't specify. I didn't specify. Sure. Yeah, I, w I was just saying just shows in general. Well, I'm not going to. I, mean, I get. I'm not going to I get invited you. to both. I get invited to. I, I got invited to go see Stevie Wonder. I, w I went to go see Stevie Wonder. I mean, it was. It was good. I was still critical. You know, Stevie Wonder sat on the drum set and played a drum solo, but they forgot to turn his drum set on. So all you saw was, was him moving back and forth. You couldn't hear no drums. So I was critical of that. But it was a great show. Here's, I here's went the saw the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters was the best show I'd ever seen. But I saw Prince, too. And that wasn't well, see, that's levels. That's levels, though, John. Yes. That's what I'm talking yes. about. I'm talking about like if I'm, I, my, my take on this question is you're not coming to see me in Adams Morgan. That's not the kind of show I don't think we're not supporting. That's that's completely different. That one you're but just that, really getting. I'm talking about like if I have a billing at say um, blues, say you know uh, like I'm not going to blues alley something like that. But see, I was, that's I what I'm saying. Deep, but I, that's, but I feel that's, the same a, way. that's a billing. That's what I'm saying. That's different you. from me but coming. I'm not going in. either. I'm, I'm, I mean, I if mean, yeah, if, if Jay if Jay called me and said. Yo, come to the nine thirty club because um, you know I'm I'm backing up. I don't know Bruno Mars for an after party. Right, <laughs> right. Like what? I would feel like <laughs> I'm just making some shit up. That I got so you. Random. I would feel like I would feel like mm, should I go because I want to see Jay perform, or should I go because it's a free ticket to see Bruno Mars? Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's where the arrogance kind of comes from because are you supporting your boy or are you going just because it's a free ticket to see Bruno Mars? You know what? And I, I, I agree with that because I think a lot of people, a lot of artists go to shows not to support, but to be seen as looking like yeah, a supporter. To be seen, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, network. Yep. network. To be on the scene, to be seen, yeah, all that. And, that, that, um, and I think that's why they get offended when they have to pay. They're like, I shouldn't have to pay to come support you because I'm just as big an artist as you are. Like, wait a minute, nigga. no, you're not. Well, listen to what you said. Ego. It ain't support if you're not paying. How you support me you. if you're not putting True. no Ego. money? Because look, look, you know, you know what's funny? Because you freeload. Last time we played, last time Odyssey and Good Company played the 930 Club, which was what 2017, maybe something like that. Oh, 18 yeah. or something like. That. I mean, the last the last few shows we've done here have been sold out shows at max capacity rooms, right? And people. The day of, blow phones up. 
Well, Yo, on, I'm dude. trying to get backstage. I'm trying so that's to anywhere. Come. It was that's like anywhere. That with Dilla show. Exactly. And then yeah. the Dilla show, DC Love Dilla show, same thing. We, John we said he turned his phone off. We will have a podcast on that. We will have a podcast. Straight, out of, straight out of comp tickets. And it's like, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, if you if we we get a certain amount of- I stole that from Farnell <laughs> Newton, by the way. Oh, shout <laughs> out to Farnell. If, if, yeah. The thing about it is, when we're doing these contracts and when we're doing the production meetings for these shows- we have a certain amount of comp tickets because we've sold a certain amount of tickets pre-sale. So they're not even worried about the 20 or 30 plus guest list that we have. We're already covered. So we're already making our money regardless whether we have a guest list or not. Guest right. list doesn't cover our money. We're already getting paid. At the end of the day, it's like you just want to be seen. You know, I remember uh, a couple years ago, I did a show with uh, my boy Jesse Boykins III. Shout out to Jesse um, in New York. And... I had uh, an associate <laughs> come to the show. I oh. didn't invite him. They came to the show, and you know, I was getting texts like all throughout the show, like, "Yo, what's going on backstage?" I'm like, "We played at uh, the Highland Ballroom. Backstage was like the size of a closet." And Jesse carried. He walks with an entourage of like thirty thousand people he's like he's like shit. Moses or some shit. Like he he's got so many people backstage. <laughs> Moses. I'm like, all right, so like. Why would you even want to be back there? And then I realized it was about being seen. Because, like, if you out amongst the other people, you look like you're just the patron of the show. But if you get backstage, then you're somebody. And I was like, ah, I get it. You, ain't, you don't even care if I'm here. You just want to get backstage. And it's right. like, backstage is not all that is cracked it's cracked up to fun. be. Like, it's not we used fun. to go, when we used to, Odyssey and Good Company go on tour, people would come backstage, and it's like the most boring. It's so <laughs> boring, man. We're sitting back there looking at the news, like, People we're sleep. drinking tea. Yeah, it's like it's not. We're, it's, we're sleeping. People expect us to have like, you know, Cristal. Ragers. You're supposed to be having a rager. Right. Before the, before the, right before the show. <laughs> like, are we groupies and we're like trashing it, rooms and we're doing yeah. all this crazy stuff? Uh, uh, we're not doing any of that stuff. Like, it's like. Doing lines. What? <laughs> yeah. Huh? what? Yeah. Smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> no, but on, on a serious note, I do have something to add. Um, I also think that expectations are caught up in there, too. And what I mean is, if you because we're musicians, I think that we expect out of ourselves and each other to go to more shows because we're into music. But if you really compare to the amount of shows that we go to versus average people, we probably go more to more than than they do anyway. Mm-hmm. Except for you know, there's probably some music mm-hmm. enthusiasts out there that have us beat. For you sure. know, the super for fans. Sure. But the average person, we we go more than that, yeah. and so then. That ties into all this other stuff because whether it's ego, whether it's just being cynical and being tired of the scene and the stuff, whether it's money, what is, I can't literally, I can't go to every show I want to go to due to time, energy, mm-hmm. money, and all yeah, those sure. things. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah, and stuff, yeah, stuff I got to do my own. I got to play, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. It's been it's so, been a couple shows that I was like, yeah. I want to go, but I'm working tonight and. Like it's like you know what it's like. It's like a musician throwing a birthday party on a Friday or Saturday night. None of your friends are gonna come because are they all working? <laughs> like, all, yeah, yeah. You gotta throw your yeah, birthday party yeah. on a Monday or Tuesday or Tuesday. Have your wedding on a Wednesday <laughs> because nobody's gonna be at your wedding. They all playing other weddings. Like, they they playing. You know, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Like she's like, dog. I was gonna be there. You supposed to be my best man. Yeah, but I had a gig, man. You know, like, <laughs> we understand because or you know, or no other weddings in the city can find a band that weekend because you get married. Exactly. So it's like, 
<laughs> and everybody's at your wedding. <laughs> All right. It's like, man, we couldn't find a band anywhere. Dude, you know what's funny? I'll tell, I'll tell this quick story, and then we can go into Artist of the Week. I, when my musical pops got married, uh, maybe like 10 years ago, um, I remember going to the wedding. And uh, he was in a band called Collaboration. It was like, it was all the, all of my teachers and stuff. And um, I get to the wedding, and the wedding was beautiful. The reception, I he, I go to check something, and, and uh, the drummer from the band, who um, Mr. Kenny Dickinson, he's like, "Hey man, did you bring your bass?" I was like, "No." I'm like for what? I'm gonna bring. It's a wedding. He was like, "I think we gonna jam afterwards." I was like, "What?" Oh wow. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. Cool. I didn't bring my bass, so I don't know. And then uh, he's like, "It's okay, man. You said brought his." I was like, "He brought his own bass to his wedding." Like he's like, "Yeah, yeah. man. He got a gig after that." I'm like after his wedding. Wow. <laughs> like what? He Where's, got a gig. Is he gigging at after his wedding on on the <laughs> plane to the honeymoon? What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> he I had a gig after mine too, but it wasn't. Wow. All right. Damn. Yep. Well, okay. Yeah, yep. Way to go, Trey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to go to Artist of the Week. <laughs> Shout out to my wife. Okay. Is she your Artist anyway. of the Week? <laughs> yeah. mm. Hopefully. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, Trey got an OnlyFans page called Flouts In. Uh, on, on <laughs> flutes. Uh, only Flouts. Only Flouts In. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, I'll go Not first. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'll go first. My- Let's all do like Micah and say ourselves. Yo. I think, no, seriously. I mean, since we're frying Micah today, I think he did it twice, though. Didn't he do it? He did it before. Yeah, one and and a half. Every time he's been on this podcast, he shouted out his own music. One and a half. Off. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm my own artist look, of the week. He's trying to make money. I ain't mad at if him. If you don't promote you, <laughs> who will? Right. I, listen, I ain't mad at him. You can't promote you better than you. That's it. Don Fair King. enough. Um, my artist of the week is my Haitian John brother. Lane. <laughs> nah, fuck that motherfucker. Um, my Haitian, no, no, technically it is. It is John. My Haitian brother Olivier St. Louis, who released his second single from his forthcoming EP. The name of the song is "Jump the Line," and um, his EP that is coming out very shortly, "Matters of the Heart." Um, moth, uh, moth for short. Uh, Dennis is on it. I'm on it. It's produced by Odyssey. Um, all the songs written by Olivier. Olivier is a incredibly talented rising star, uh, and it features his beard. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to his Instagram. See what I'm talking about. Um, he got a. <laughs> what's that joke about uh, uh, the guy who will? He's got a fist under his beard. <laughs> uh, Chuck. What's his name? Chuck Norris. Chuck oh Norris. yeah, under, under his beard, he just has another fist. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Olivier's got a new song out and a fantastic video to go along with it. It's called "Jump the Line," and it's streaming everywhere right now. Olivier St. Louis. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna let you guys take the floor. Olivier's gonna be my artist of the week too because he's he's a part of good company, and like he said, we both played on the songs. Um, it was a, it was a pleasure to work on the record, yeah. and you know I was up I was up at like five o'clock this morning talking tattoos with Olivier, so that's that's <laughs> the bro, um, and you know I hope that I hope I wish him all the success. Um, he hasn't he didn't do the last couple shows with us because he lives in Berlin, but you know he's always missed when he's not there. His energy's missed on stage, 
His presence is missed backstage. So shout out to Olivier. Go check out Moth. Go check out the videos. And you should um, play the song at the end of the podcast just for him. Yeah, I, I, I'll play it. Um, I have to get it from him, but I'll play it. <laughs> uh, Trey OJ. I'll go. Um, so my artist of the Micah. week. <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, wow. No. Um wow. my artist of the week is a tenor saxophone player named Wayne Escoffrey. I was just listening. I thought he was gonna say Wayne and Wanda stuff this week. <laughs> right. Huh. Play, she plays tenor sax. <laughs> That's the homie though. I thought she was she switched up niggerly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she playing tenor now. No. <laughs> no. Wayne Escoffrey. He's a uh, he's a tenor sax player. He's a good good player. I was listening to his music this week, so cool. Definitely check him out. Jay, um, so mine. I'm going back to 2009. Um, a little known band out of the D.C. area called Mambo Sauce. Uh oh, boy! I thought you was gonna say your mom and them. I was about to say, get off my phone. <laughs> 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 nah. I, you know, I got you know. I the good thing about Apple uh, Music now is it gives you somewhat of your own little playlist. Like you can listen to your own playlist. So, Welcome to DC came up on my playlist, and I was like, oh yeah. So I went back and listened to the album, and it was a decent piece of work. Like it wasn't. It was really what they tried to do to force GoGo to sound mainstream. So it was a good go-go record, but they had they had like several ballads. They had several, like, just kind of weirdly sounding songs that they put a go-go beat on. But it was well it, to me. It was well produced. So because it was again go-go. So marble sauce. You know what's hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna show you a picture, Jay. Somebody somebody sent me a picture. Uh, let me see if I got it. Uh, wait a minute. Cause Plus, Welcome to DC was the uh, anthem for the Washington Wizards. So that's the other thing that kind of uh, yeah. was dope as hell. They actually Shout got out to Black, head. too, man. Black, exactly. I, I know Black from back exactly. in the day, from like 2000. He used to have a group uh, with a producer named, uh, uh, I think it was Mo Hugs was the name of, the, was there, oh, was yeah. the name of their group. Yeah, Mo, man, that's the, that was like, he was like, it was Mo, Kev Brown, and Jay Dilla were like the three producers I was listening to at that time. Mm. And Mo had a uh, studio in Temple Hills. We used to go and record shit all the time. I used to mess mess around on his uh, ASR. He taught me how to use an MPC. Black would be there, just you know, just rolling rolling blunts for 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 the hip hop group that I was I was rocking with at the time, and. Uh, yeah, I owe I owe Mo and Black like they they definitely help help my uh, hip hop game back in the day and my beat my beat game as well. Pause. I don't have the uh, the actual picture, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, Yo, I don't even. <laughs> Yo, how can I how can I improve my beat game? Well, <laughs> dude, it's like that wrestling video, Denison. Be so off your ass. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna eat your ass like collard greens. What? Uh, like, I'm no. coming all over this. <laughs> what, no. sir? 
Sir, Whoa. what are you talking Come about? Come on, you, buddy. <laughs> no. I will choke you out. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. The the title of this episode is Paul. Yeah. I don't, Paul, I, Jay, I don't have a picture, but somebody sent me a picture. I got to find it of a, your mom and them two uh, do time album. Oh, good great. And I wrote back, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Shout out to your mom and them. You know that was that was a that was a interesting. That was a good. It was a good time and it was a good time. An experience, man. Sure, yeah. it was a good experience. We, we went around a couple of times. Cool. Um, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is our episode. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can catch us on Saturdays at noon on Unhinged Sports Network, and you can catch us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, we're all over. Um, I said Saturday at noon, right? For unhinged. Um, Saturday, Saturday at noon. And we all, you know, they, they restream all our old episodes. And if you if you, if you check out podcasts anyway, you can check out our old episodes. Um, I'm, I'm Dennis Turner, Trey Ely, John Lane, Jay Hill. Um, signing off to the He's free. Peace. To save me from myself I'm not a patient I think I'm running out of time I was never good at waiting Then the thought across my mind I'm about to jump a line on the line I'm about to jump a line on the line I'm about to jump a line on the line I'm about to jump a line on the line I'm about to jump a line on the line I'm about to jump a line On deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things. From rookies who ball to vets who about to get more rings, plus more things. Like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John likes slumming. Jive like pumping over podcasts and stereo every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that jaw. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Trey Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.